Welcome to My Empower Project with your host, Erin Rowe. We will discuss nutrition, fitness, becoming your own boss, and just becoming better every day. I invite you to join My Empower Project as we embark, embrace, encompass, and enlighten. Hey, Marion, how are you doing? Good, how's it going? Good, good. So we indirectly met through Pat Flynn, and I actually listened to your episode with him this past week driving to work, and I would love for you to share actually what you do with your career right now. Sure. So I'll give the, um, I guess, the short um, version of it, because what I do now, it's, it's completely different to, uh, compared to what I've done or what I've been started doing um, in this internet game. So what I do now in one word, it's essentially I teach and we also have a done with you component of client acquisition for coaches, consultants, content creators, pretty much everybody that has a brand online. And when I say client acquisition, it can be clients for your group coaching packages, clients for uh, or students for your courses or clients for your services. It doesn't really matter you know, what you sell as long as it has a component of either a phone call or some sort of conversation and that can be done through, you know, through a video format or whatever it is. So we have a way of teaching the system and we also have a way of helping you implement uh, this, if that makes sense. Now, what are some of your client acquisition strategies or is that what it is, like doing the phone call? And um, So not necessarily just, so the phone call, comes into place if you sell something that is um, two thousand dollars and up. Now, if this is a if if this is some not just something, but somebody that is just starting out, and they say, "All right, uh, let's assume I'm uh, I'm a health coach, and I and I just start to uh, acquire my first couple of customers that I have no idea how to do it." So first, we work with them to actually understand. Like number one, who's the ideal customer? Number two, what do they sell? Like what is exactly the offer, right? Like because the the, diff, the main difference that a lot of people get confused about is the difference between a product or a service and then how you bundle it up with bonuses that you can actually create an offer around it to make, you know, to make your competition relevant, to make your potential customers just say like, oh, I, I want a piece of that because it's like the, the offer is just incredible, right? Um, as opposed to just trying to sell, you know, coaching services by hour or by a one-time type of uh, service or, or product. So some of the client acquisition strategies, like if, if I would, and I guess you want some tactical stuff, right? So we'll, we'll dive into that. Um, we always like to use at a couple platforms and in this scenario I'll just uh, focus on YouTube because that is I guess 90% of it and then the rest would be you know Facebook and Instagram mainly for retargeting purposes so let's assume because I talked uh, I said uh, let's talk about a, a health coach in this scenario and how would they sell uh, their services or their uh, coaching packages so first we make a list of five to ten competitors and the reason that we want competitors, because a lot of time I hear this from my clients like, oh, but I don't, I don't have any competitors because what I do is unique. Well, it, we don't look at competitors as we try to copy them. We look at competitors because if you have competition, it means that people are 
willing to pay for that type of service, those, those type of products, books, coaching, uh, courses, whatever the situation may be. So we want to look at competitors because they already proved the model. There's no, unless you have a couple hundred thousand dollars in just testing budget, we can test a brand new idea, but there's no way to, there's no point to test something completely new. If we can look at somebody that has proven the model and we can just replicate that and make our offer, you know, much better, more appealing to the public and things like that. So we identify five to 10 competitors. We look at their YouTube channels and then we look at their ads. So we go on YouTube. We actually search for those uh, people. We identify their YouTube channels and then we identify like what's the most popular video on their channel. The reason that we want to do that is we look on the YouTube channel. We see what people want to be known for. The YouTube channel, it's, it's, um, it's your hub, right? Like it's something that you want to be known for because the videos live there forever. Like, of course, yeah, you can make them unlisted and, and things like that. But usually the most popular videos are the ones that um, either the creator wanted to promote the most and because they wanted to be known for that. So, for example, if we look at, because um, I just actually did a training about this, and we were looking at Louis House channel. So his five most uh, popular videos were interviews with um, Tony Robbins, Brendan Bouchard, like, you know, influencers even bigger than him. So what he was using there, he was using uh, audience inception. So because you saw the interviews with uh, of Louis and those bigger influencers, you now just think like, it just puts it, puts it in your mind, like think about him, almost, you know, at the same level that the influencers that he interviews with, has the interviews with. So we look at the YouTube channels, we identify what is the, what are the main, uh, like the main popular videos that they have. And then we start making a list. We only need about five at first. So that's, I guess, you know, the short version of it. We look at the, the YouTube channels, we identify the five most popular videos and we make a list of them. We look at the titles, we look at the thumbnails, we look at what's the content about, like what are they actually talking about? And then next we go on, um, I can, I can identify, let me see real quick. What is the URL? I think it's facebook.com library, something like that. Facebook, give me one second. Let me, I want to make sure I give your audience the exact. So it's facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library. Um, so what's going to happen if you go there, you're able to type, um, it's going to be a search tab and you are able to type everybody's Facebook page and you'll be able to see all their ads. Like it's, I know it almost sounds illegal, but for us business owners or for us marketers, because in this scenario, we talk about the marketing strategy behind it. You will see all the ads that uh, those competitors that we identified already are running. So what do we see there? We see, things that they, you know, pay for, like we see all their ads. And more importantly, we look at, we want to see a, a, a repeatable process. We want to see for how long they'd be running those ads. Facebook would even tell us when has that ad started to run. So if we see an ad that's been running for three months and we see maybe different creatives of the same uh, ad copy and then it's the same landing page because you can actually click on it 
and you'll go and you'll see you'll be able to see maybe the webinar you'll see the the page that they've been promoting and you'll see uh, pretty much where they want you to go and check out their products their services their books their courses whatever they sell so up until this point we know a lot of information about what's on the market and what actually works if they've been paying already for those ads it means that number one they're working and they're profitable because otherwise they would stop it number two we know exactly what they say in their ads we know how the photos or how the videos look like and what they say in it we are able to see their webinar your like how their what's the sales process behind it so that like this is the also Another point in this, uh, in this method that a lot of people miss, they, they, they get confused by the sales process versus the sales funnel. So sales funnel is just a component of the sales process, right? Like the, the ad itself, the video, the creative, and all those, like those are part of the actual sales process. So if you sell something that is, you know, let's say it's a, it's, it's a group coaching that is $1,000, most likely you're going to need a webinar to, to promote it, to, to sell it, right? Like you need the sales component of it. So now we see the video, we know what they say, we know where they want us to go, we know how their webinar looks like, we know what they say in the webinar and for how much they're selling it for. So now it's just a matter of us or our clients replicate and, and hack. Like again, we never ever would recommend you or anybody in the audience to to copy somebody's uh, you know creative or copy uh, somebody's uh, emails or something like that you can hack it because now you have so much information like you literally have it served on a silver platter like you know exactly for how much you can sell it now of course we can we can say like okay but that person is well known and we're not going to be able to sell the same course for 2k if they're selling it for 2k well cool Let's just sell it for $1,000, prove the model that somebody would buy from, uh, from us, and then just improve the offer over time. Um, so up until this point, we identified pretty much if we have a list of five to 10 competitors, we know, like, you know who are direct competitors to the, to the client that we want to help. And we pretty much know every, everything about what's working now. And what has been working for the couple for the for the last couple of months for that person, right? So then we just start to replicate the process. We create the same uh, or similar uh, videos. We create similar ads, similar pages, similar messaging. But of course, adding the storytelling of uh, of the person that's actually putting this together. And the reason that we also looked on their, uh, on their YouTube channel is we also because a lot of times. When you see, especially nowadays, because you get bombarded with so many ads on different platforms, a lot of people will start Google your name, will start do a little more, almost like an investigation on you, on your brand to see like who you are, what do you actually do? Do you actually have content that could back up what you want to sell? So that's why you also want to create, you know, those four to five pieces of uh, content on your YouTube channel to actually put the whole, you know, brand together. I don't know if I if I went too deep in this process, but I get I get I get excited about it because it's it's like we have all the information at our fingertips. We just have to execute on it. No, I like your passion. So thanks for sharing in that detail. So we studied our competitors, which I didn't know about the ad thing. I knew about keywords, but not about ads. So thank you for that. I'm going to use that. So we figured out our competitors. We're looking at their ads. We are figuring out how to bundle our products. 
But when it comes to like you as a brand, what would you say makes the perfect brand awareness campaign? A hundred percent. So um, once we have all of these in place, we first need, um, usually we recommend to start with three to five value building pieces of content. And these will be used mainly for um, Facebook and Instagram. But when I say three to five, if you could put together three to five, uh, five to 10 minutes each video. So for, for example, what you can do if, again, if you're a health coach in this scenario, you would see it, you would say something like the three reasons why uh, you can lose weight are, and then you start explaining the, the, you know, the, the reasons. Uh, the number one secret that, you know, the media doesn't want you to know in your weight loss process is boom. And then you start going after like you have to really give specific things, especially in the titling, you know, the thumbnails of it. So if you can make five to 10 minute videos uh, about all these topics, like you have to, uh, uh, you have to attack almost the, the negative side of it, like why you can't lose weight, for example, or why if it's a business type of coach, why you can make more profit, why you can more, you can make more sales type of thing. Um, and then on top of that, you also go to, to create a content around the positives, like the, the number one way for you to, uh, for the number one method that you can apply in five minutes per day to start losing weight is right. And then you start talking about that. So if you have those, uh, long pieces of content, five to 10 minutes, I consider it long, then you can chop. It's easy. It's easily to, to chop those into one to three minute videos for Facebook and then one minute for Instagram. So the brand awareness campaign, you just start promoting those videos as an engagement campaign on Facebook without any call to action. Like it'll be like when you go on Facebook and you start almost like, I hate to say boosted because on, if you just use the boost um, button, it kind of limitates you. You can still get it done, but I would suggest you use the ads manager and uh, just so you can have more targeting possibilities. But essentially, all those five to 10 competitors now become ad sets. So you start the campaign, you promote each of those uh, videos, let's assume you have three to five, and then each ad set, it can be for as low as, you know, three to $5 per day. And then each ad set becomes one competitor. So one competitor is, I don't know, in the health, coaching space, maybe Thomas DeLauer or Way Watchers or I don't know, like those five to 10 competitors um, should have big audiences on Facebook. Like when I say competitors, I don't talk about somebody that maybe just started their business last year. You want to go off the big people because they already have audiences. They have spent tens, if, if not hundreds, or some, in some scenarios, even millions of dollars building those audiences. So might as well us, we can put our message in front of them. So we promote those videos as an engagement campaign with no calls to action, meaning no URLs, no links in the video. Um, the, the most thing that you can say is at the end of the video, you, should, you, you can say something like, comment below if you want, um, if you want more, uh, more videos like this. What you can do, this is almost like a dirty trick. You can use ManyChat to connect these um, engagement campaigns and you can still, even though you wouldn't have a call to action, so Facebook would not penalize you, 
penalize you in, in a way that if you put a, a link in it, it's going to cost you way more. If you just promote it as an engagement campaign, it's super cheap. You can go for as little as 3 to $5 per day and still get hundreds of views on, on the video. Um, so that's step number one. Step number two is you're going to start creating audiences. So because we have, you know, let's say five, five different campaigns, each of them engagement, each of, each of the campaign has five to almost 10 ads. I don't want to complicate now. And I know it may sound a little tactical, but I hope, <laughs> I hope it makes sense. Um, those competitors, like I said, become assets. So step number two is you, you create audiences from people that have started to consume the videos. So you're going to start putting um, those videos into an audience and you want to create a minimum of four audiences, a video through play, which is 15 second view. So you can create audiences from people that have watched 15 seconds of your video, um, 25%, 50%, 75%. Uh, and I think it's close to like 90% or 95, something like that. So you create those buckets. So what happens now is you're able to show every other video that you create from the, like I said at the beginning, have, you know, three to five, the second, the third, the fourth, you only going to show it to people that have shown interest in the first one. The reason that you want to do that is you don't want to, if, if you always going to, to go after a broad audience, you're never going to be able to convert because it's going to become too expensive. So you keep, you know, it's, you got to go into a hamster heel that you, you, you get trapped because the, you know, the ad cost goes up so much. So, um, based on those audiences, you just show to the people that have shown interest, you show more videos. So you now you start almost, this is like a machine. This is the, I call it the omnipresence machine because when you get to the third and fourth video, now we can talk about actually, you know, like direct response ads, like, Hey, up until this point, um, you've watched all my content, you know, click below to watch one of, one of my webinars or click below to watch, right? Not, not these word for word, but you get the point. Um, what's important is now that person that's going to see the actual direct response ad are going to, are going to feel that they already know, like, and trust you, right? So all this only happens on Facebook and Instagram, like on these two platforms, if we take it to YouTube now, because to be honest, this is my most, um, I guess it's the most powerful, to be honest, in my opinion, is it's way more powerful than Facebook. The reason for that is you can go off the keywords. So if I search, if I'm a consumer and if I search for how to lose weight and you are able to put in front of me a video that's titled how to lose weight in three simple steps, I would never skip that video. Right, like it's all it, the 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 behavior on YouTube is so different than it is on Facebook. On Facebook, I'm just scrolling, and then you have to grab my attention, and I have to watch one video, and I have to watch a second one. I have to watch it. Right, like that's the brand awareness campaign. But then on YouTube, you can actually go straight to the straight to the to the direct response ad. As long as you start, like for example, the video could be something you know the same three to five minute video. But you can, you should start with, so how to lose weight in three simple steps. In this video, I'm going to give you step-by-step -step a process that you can start implementing in your life right now to improve your blah, 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 right? 
So at the end of that video, you can say, and if you like these strategies, I invite you to watch a full presentation what I actually give you in detail how to implement this strategy that I just shared with you, right? So if I search for how to lose weight in three steps or how to lose weight, and you put this video in front of me with in-stream ads, and then now I watch a five-minute video of yours, at the end, of course, I'm gonna watch a webinar, and most likely, if I'm interested in this, I can, uh, I would, you know, maybe book a call or, or buy some of your products or whatever. But the power becomes where if I land on your page, if I land on your website or your webinar or whatever you want to promote, you can use pixels now to get people from one platform to another. So if, you, if, if I see a video of yours coming from YouTube when I search for something and then you create uh, with that pixel that you install on the page, you create an audience and then you start showing me those ads that I talked about in the brand awareness campaign on Facebook as well. Now, like you, you get me, you almost put me into a trap that I'm never going to be able to get away unless I don't want to watch some, you know, any of your stuff. So now you just like the consumer gets in the middle and you basically follow, follow them all around the internet on all the platforms. Like that, I don't know, for some, in my opinion, that is something that if, if somebody actually implements this, and every time when we do it, it's like you create, in, in the consumer mind, you create the idea of a huge brand because they see you everywhere. Like now, because they watched, you know, 15 seconds of your video on Facebook and Instagram, they're going to see you forever. Now, they also search for something on YouTube and you showed something in front of them right there, like boom, and then from that, once they click on one of your pages, that's it. Like they're never going to be able to get away. <laughs> so it's good because you're finding people that need what you have to offer. Like they're the people that you are wanting to help. So now that we have that audience built, what do you suggest for building like that sales machine? hundred percent. So um, I always recommend if this is maybe the first time doing it or if, if it's at the beginning of, of, um, your entrepreneurial journey, I always say that you should start with booking a phone call, meaning inviting people to book a call, right? You can use a, an app like Calendly and grab the, uh, the calendar embedded code and then put it on a page and then actually invite people to book. The reason that I say that is having a conversation with somebody, like with, with a potential customer's, is the most powerful thing that you can do because you're going to find, you're going to hear the, their pain. Like you're going to know exactly like you, you should, you know, have a couple of questions on the application page and application pages should be pretty easy to, to fill out. You don't want to put too much information. You don't want to request too much information from, from your customers because at that point is going to, you know, they're going to feel like, Oh, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fill out, 20 questions you just put a couple of them that are like super important for you right like if if it's something high ticket they should um answer questions like how committed they are to their health or maybe even if you would put a price tag on your health how much would that be right like you have to be strategic with your questions um but i would highly suggest even if it's a thousand dollars or less because a lot of times i would say all right if the product that you're selling, it's a thousand dollars. You can sell it to a webinar. All right. That's cool. But still 
I would rather you talk to at least, you know, 20 to 40 people. And, and other people will say, but I'm not a good salesperson. But think about it. You don't have to be. You just have to be yourself because if somebody's watching or if somebody's searching for something and you're able to put a valuable piece of content in front of them and then they actually go and watch another 30 minutes of a presentation of yours and they decide that they want to talk to you over the phone, like you don't need to sell anything. You just basically answer a couple of questions and at the end, like the conversation is so easy to actually enroll people. Um, and yeah, I would never advise anybody to discount their service uh, or product. They should at least bundle it up with more, maybe another two, three videos that you just put an e-cover to it and you, name, and you call it a course, even though you're not selling it anywhere else. You just, let's say, maybe you film four to five recipes or maybe you interview three, five experts that you don't have the expertise in and that becomes a product on its own. Like you just do four interviews. If you have four videos on YouTube, you can make them unlisted, put an e-cover to it. You go to smartmockups.com, you put an e-cover to it and now you have a course that you can attach it to your coaching service and now, you know, that program just becomes more valuable for the consumer. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you automate sales because it's, it's kind of just like if every client's asking you the same question on that phone call, you're just like giving them the interviews, you know, just instead of repeating it to everybody. Is that, is that how you're saying it's automated? Well, um, no, when I say automated, I mean you should only start doing those um, phone conversations at first with the note if your product is anywhere from 1000 to $2,000. Now, after, let's say, 20 to 30 people and you have your group together and you already sold it once, now the second time you shouldn't need because you can collect testimonial. Like uh, everything that I share with you, it's mainly for people that have never done it before. Now, if you already been in the business for a while and you have some, you know, or you have clients from organic strategies and you just got, um, you, you got a bunch of testimonials that you can use as proof, you don't need to do these uh, phone calls anymore. Or uh, you can hire somebody on commission, you know, 10 to 15% commission on, on, selling your, uh, on, on selling your program. What happens is the automation of the sales itself is the webinar process, the webinar funnel. The reason that I say that that is the way to automate your sales is you build authority and credibility because you, you prove that you can, like, and, and I hate to sell it to say that it's a webinar because a lot of people would think, oh, but that's the complicated way, like, you know, a huge um, deck of, like, full of, temp, uh, of slides. It's a slide deck of, like, 160 slides, and I'm not able to do it. Well, you can just, at first, you can start with just a video, like, straight head to camera, just talking about your your method and your process and then over time you just improve that you maybe add a slide here and there i i just want people to to get things done now yes the webinar is the most powerful uh the most powerful kind of sales machine that you can have out there because it builds credibility builds it builds authority on top of what you already do through um to the brand awareness campaign right because the brand awareness is cool because it creates the no like and trust um, kind of method, but then like who's selling? Like somebody has to sell. So the webinar will just sell it almost for you. The, the phone conversation enrollment 
it usually it's it's necessary at first if you're just starting out you need those conversations because people need to you know you, you need to understand their pains and you need to understand what they actually want so you can just sell them what they want and then deliver what they need and, the, and then two if you sell something that is more expensive than two thousand dollars well at that point you either decide to do the phone uh the phone sales yourself or automate it through a person when i say automated it's basically outsourced so if it's you know two thousand dollars and more you would have a closer like you would have another person that it's paid on commission 10 to 15 percent so it's not an expense it's an investment because that person removes you from the process does that make sense yes now behind you is that a two comma club award that you have yes yeah oh okay so tell me about that because i i'm just really curious about the whole sales funnel process. Yeah, so essentially it's it was the same um this is how I kind of got my my first um I guess influence in the whole game. Um so my entrepreneurial journey started about 6 years ago with a local brick and mortar shop. Um it was a total different industry mainly just um sell it was delivering uh, it was a company that was delivering furniture and um, essentially had a storage component component to it. So the company grew pretty fast. Um, and then a lot of people started to ask me questions. And what happened was at first I was just working with other local businesses. And when I started to implement the sales funnel component to it, I understood the whole power. Like I knew marketing and I knew, you know, different uh, paid ad strategies, not as powerful that what I shared, what I just shared with you. But then I went back and I said, what if I actually put together an offer that can actually be uh, viable to a different market? So for example, it was an offer that was put together for mainly for realtors bundled up with different, uh, different done for you services. So the product itself was anywhere from five to $10,000 and we only needed about, you know, 200 customers to be able to fulfill that. So it was the same thing. It was an application. So everything, uh, most of the sales, like I guess 1.3, $1.4 million in sales were done over the phone. One salesperson. That's it. One, one closer. So if it's $2,000 and more, you need the person in between because you need a phone call. No, you know, I wouldn't just get my credit card and go online and buy some, something for $5,000 unless the brand is so huge. Like for example, people like, you know, Grant Cardone or Tony Robbins, they could be able to pull it off. It might even, even at that level, it's not as easy to just, you know, purchase it online. You still need like, even if it's a 10 minute conversation, but you just need it. So that's, yeah, it's the same process. That's great. Congrats on getting that. Thank you. Sidetrack. I saw that you got to interview Grant Cardone and I'm a big fan of his. How was that? Just two days ago. That was awesome. <laughs> um, he's actually, yeah, he's actually a pretty uh, humble guy. It was, it was a, an incredible interview. It's going to be live uh, two weeks and with, yeah, about two weeks from now. And with that interview, actually a huge giveaway that I'm putting together, uh, but I, I can't share anything yet. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. I literally checked yesterday. I was like, I know he just had it, but like, is it up yet? <laughs> I wanted to hear it. <laughs> no, it's probably about two weeks. I think it's about two weeks. Uh, it's going to go both on my YouTube channel and on my podcast, but I mean, I, I'm sure you'll see it because I'll, I'll, 
promote the heck out, heck out of it. <laughs> awesome. So you offer the seven figure map. Do you still, how did you come up with that? It's the same exact thing that I, um, oh, so how did I come up with that? The, I was trying to understand every time when I was talking to a customer, because I was getting so pumped about the whole process and the whole system, it was hard for me to, to say it in, in one phrase for people to be able to visualize it. And that's why I, uh, I don't think I have it next to me here, but because uh, I just added a couple uh, <laughs> microphones here to my desk and things. But I, want to, I wanted to be able to, in, in one page, for people to be able to see what's the process, like what's the strategy behind it. Uh, and, and talking about it, actually, my wife, actually, she's putting together uh, a program in the beauty lash extension industry. She's actually, like just today when she sent me the, the picture, I was like, damn, this actually works in any industry. doesn't matter what it is. This works. So she put together the same map. So um, the only, the, how did I come up with it? It was just for my own process, for my own clients and for my own leads to be able to, all right, here's what it is. Uh, for you, be, for you to be able to see it, and then to visualize it and understand, like, okay, I'm actually right here. How do I get to like if if the map takes you from A to Z or A to B, whatever? Um, you should be able to identify where you are and what are the pieces that you miss, right? Like, for example, uh, one of my recent customers, Evan Carmichael, he's a huge YouTuber. He already has the brand awareness more than, you know, more than any of my customers. So he didn't need the brand awareness thing. He just needed the sales machine. So, you know, you, you just have the different components of the, but the map is the same. The map is the same. You just cross the things that, uh, the things that you miss in there and that's it. So no matter if somebody's selling a digital or physical product, they would go to your website to check out this map. Physical product, um, for an e-commerce product, it could still work. Um, I would say you still have to add some sort of either digital component or something to make it a little more because if not, the profit margins will go, like, you know, think about it. If we, we were talking like all this, the whole interview was if you sell something that it's at least $1,000 or even if it's a little bit less, you know, the webinar will still make sense. But if you sell something that is $30 or, or less, putting together a brand awareness campaign, I don't know if you'll, if you'll be able to pull off the, uh, the enough margins to be able to, to still make that happen. Um, now, if you sell, let's say, a travel backpack and you are able to put together a course about how to travel to different places, or maybe you interview the biggest travel vloggers in the world and you put those into a course and then maybe you have one of the biggest travel agencies in the world give you some discounts that people only have access to it if they are part of that membership site well at that point you know things can change um, you know you, you could be able to pull it off the map itself it'll work even for an e-commerce product I don't think it would be ideal because the brand again the brand awareness would be a little tough for something that is just 30 bucks but if you can attach a brand to it uh, if you can uh, put, you know, a little more work into improving that offer, I mean, that, that will definitely work. Again, my wife was selling, uh, you know, in the beauty industry, lash extension services. 
And um, when I share with her this, this method, I'm like, you, like your current, and, and actually it's, it's pretty funny. One of her um, regular clients wanted to learn this and then she said, no, I want to buy that. Well, because you put all these things in place and, and people are able to visualize this, it's so much easier for them to, to kind of identify where they are and what they miss in the whole process. Well, I need to talk to her because I love lashes. And I, I saw her on your stories today. But talking about my personal brand that I'm growing or my personal business, the thing I'm asked about the most is what do you eat? And so I really have been wanting to help people but now I'm deciding to dip my toe into the educational setting and build a digital course on nutrition and more so my streamlined meal prep strategy. And I think I'm going to add some different bonus wellness information. So mm -hmm. do you have any advice for the digital teaching space? Yeah, the same thing. Five to 10 competitors, what right. type of courses they sell. Okay. If, right, like ideally you want to, to purchase one of them to see, again, not to, not to uh, copy the course, but if, if, and then of course, if you're part of the same um, Facebook group of the same community, you'll be able to identify what people struggle with the most. So if you buy a course and then you go and join that community and you, and you identify that actually people ask the same type of questions, but maybe the influencer that sold the course, it's not engaging enough or it's not answering the questions, those are the things that you want to make note of so you can improve in your own way, right? But in terms of the course itself, I would never recommend you create it first and then sell it. Sell it first as a group coaching. So put together, um, you know, announce, especially now because the Black Friday is right around the corner, you put together, you know, a 50% off for the founders um, group and you put together a 20-member uh, group coaching. So you tell them that it's delivered live. That's why it's 50% off. And um, you only accept, I don't know, 20 to 30 people. You don't want to add more because it's, um, you want to be able to answer uh, questions. And, and then um, what you want to do is once people start to join those, um, those, um, uh, the offer, the, the, the group, the founders group, you tell them that those, they're going to be able to access those live lessons once they get recorded. So every week you, del you deliver over the course of either six or eight weeks, you deliver those, deliver those uh, lessons live. What happens is at the end of every lesson, you're going to take questions. Half an hour of just Q&A. Those questions become your lessons. People are going to start asking you the same questions on and on and on. So you identify what's the question that is the most asked. Boom. Now you're going to start, um, now you're going to start creating the next lesson based on what people are asking. This way you don't have to create something that you think people are going to buy. You're actually creating with them and they would pay you to create it. Does that make sense? Because you add the group component, the group coaching component, people are able to, uh, you know, talk to each other and talk to you and have access to, to Q&A. So, yes, at first you discount it. Number one is because it's Black Friday. Number two is because uh, people would actually want to be part of the founders uh, group. And you just, uh, you just create it with them. Like that's, I think that's the most powerful thing that you can do. Now, you still have to create the outline. You would still create a map for your own. For your, own, uh, for your own service. Like you would have the nine things, 
um, and you just identify each each stage of where people are at, and then because it's in the in the same scenario for you, you want to be able to communicate the same strategy in your business in your in your model, but you want the consumers, you want the customers to be able to say, okay, I'm here. I'm missing all the rest six things. So you want to create a map for your own, uh, for your own business as well. So yeah, creating a group, uh, founders, almost like a founders uh, group for it. And then once you deliver it live, now you can have the recordings of, of it, put it together into the members area. You can use ClickFunnels or Kajabi or whatever. And, uh, and then at that point, you have a course ready to sell. And you, and you know that it's selling, you know that it's gonna be um, sold because people already paid for it. And then at that point, you don't need to do weekly calls, you can just do monthly or two times you know, a month or something like that. That's great advice. I kind of relate it to like a beta test because yeah, you're it's, yeah, it's their, a, their questions and learning what they actually need from you. It's just founder sounds better. <laughs> um, people want to be founders. They don't want to be part of a beta program because beta means more testing. Founders mean it, it has the community component more attached to it in the wording. Yeah, my email uh, already has like join the founders. Yeah, but in my head, I'm like, I'm testing what they want from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I know we've talked before on Instagram, so I wanted to get your input on this. It's like a little off topic. Um, I want to know because I know that you do do some fitness. So if you agree, I want to know whether you think fitness has impacted your entrepreneurial success and how you think making that like a priority in your busy be your own boss life, how has that impacted you either positively or negatively towards your success as a business owner? Every day. Um, every day it impacts me in a good and it impacts me in a bad way if I'm not doing it. Um, I try to hit the gym seven days a week just because even if like, for example, you know, maybe four or five times a week uh, I'm doing weights and then the other two days is just cardio alone. At least have the, the 30 to 40 minutes kind of make the, the, you know, the blood pumping into my <laughs> veins. Um, every, like, for example, I just tested um, working late and waking up a little later and then hit the gym. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not able to, <laughs> to function well that day versus, you know, going to bed at, you know, 9.30, 10 p.m., waking up at 5 by 6.30, being done with, uh, with the gym. I, I'm just a total different person. Um, and if I skip it, I almost feel guilty. Um, now, I still have to work a little more on my diet, uh, but... I just if I'm if I'm not going to the gym a little bit at least to to pump, you know to to make some um, some cardio some some weights training or something like that, I don't know I, I wouldn't be able to to function properly. I almost feel guilty if I don't do it at all. Do you think it helps you with your momentum toward your business when you do get that workout in? A hundred percent. It's just, it makes me feel, and I try to, to do it on, a, on an empty stomach every, every morning, just have, you know, some water with me. Um, it all depends. If I'm like really tired, I may take a pre-workout or something like that. But if I'm not doing it, I'm just, I'm not the same person that day. And that affects everything that I do. It affects my communication with customers, with employees, with, 
sometimes even with my wife, like I'm not in the mood to, <laughs> to, to be, you know, happy for that day. So I, I need a little bit of, uh, of fitness in my life. Not a little bit, I guess every day. Um, it doesn't have to be crazy for like, you know, twice a day, two hours each time or something like that. Cause I mean, we all have things to do, but no, without it, I'll be, uh, I'll be a total different bad person in a, <laughs> you know, in, in, um, in a way that I, I just, I wouldn't be able to perform uh, the way that I want. Well, I love that you're already successful and you're still like testing ways to become better. Maybe this time works better for the gym or maybe it didn't. So I love that you're still trying new things to just become better. A hundred percent. And I, and I realized I, cause you know, like kind of my, my body would like to stay and, and work late at night, maybe up until like one or 2 AM. But it's just that I, it, it showed me that dude, like, just go to bed and wake up in the morning and finish the day. Like you, you, right? Like it tells me. Like that was the biggest thing for me. I understood how my how my body would communicate with me and would actually tell me. Like you know, if I try to work until two a.m. and then still wake up at six, like I mean, it doesn't work. Like for four hours a night, you can't really function, right? That's pretty much what I've been doing, and and I gotta stop. I gotta get back into the routine of going to bed early. Yeah, like what I, what I learned um, in, in my journey is I've been doing that for uh, for a while, and then when I collapse, I usually it's it's one day that I collapse around six p.m. and then I sleep until next day at <laughs> like ten eleven a.m. and that at that point I realize like okay, this was the point that I gotta you know I gotta go back to to my my schedule because. Uh, hustle is good, but you have to hustle in a way that, you know, makes you productive too. Because uh, if you, I don't know, I, I guess that was for me because I'm like, trust me, I'm like the immigrant mindset, like just work my butt off <laughs> as much as I can. Uh, but it's just that I realized and I was able to identify what is the best mod, uh, method for me, both lifestyle and business to perform the best. And that took me probably like six years, but yeah. And I'm still improving. I'm still learning every day. Well, I appreciate you shared a lot of information. I'm going to have to play it back myself to catch it all because I know I have a lot of work to do now in the YouTube space. So where can we find you online if we want to follow your videos and where can we find you? A hundred percent. Well, because people most likely are going to listen this to this episode on iTunes, uh, my podcast is co it's called High End Client Acquisition, or they can just uh, type my name, but my name will pop up to under my name will pop up two podcasts because I have one in my native language. But High End Client Acquisition is the one that I share pretty much all the strategies that I share with you. Uh, also, interview a lot of um, marketers, influencers. Um, and some celebrity entrepreneurial type of people. And then also my YouTube channel is just under my, my own name, Marion Viasano. And if people want to get access to that map that you mentioned, they can go to um, clientacquisitionblueprint.com and they'll be able to just download it from there. Great. Well, thank you again so much for being here and have a good day. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you for listening. You can find every episode, including the written versions to read on AaronRowe.com. Be sure to leave a review because I love hearing your opinions on the topics I shared. Are they new? Are they helpful for you? Tap that subscribe button so you don't miss the future interviews and enlightenment to come. This episode was brought to you by me and only me because I love sharing new ideas with you. Take action to become better. Have a fabulous day.